This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. Welcome to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast, where we teach you the skills that you need to go from your living room to the main event. My name is Coach John. Unfortunately, I am solo today. Again, it is the holiday season, and my buddy Aaron is doing some family obligations right now. So I am here with you today, and I'm going to give you some cool knowledge as best I can on my own. So guys, let's jump right into this one. Today, I'm going to talk to you about should a pro wrestler deadlift. That's right. In your training in the gym, should you be deadlifting if your goal is to become a successful professional wrestler? So, what should a pro wrestler be doing in the gym? If you spent any time inside of a gym, especially one with power lifting as a major focus, then you've probably heard that the barbell deadlift is king. Does that mean that it belongs in the routine of a pro wrestler who is constantly putting up with nagging back pain? Let's talk about that. So I won't bury the lead. No exercise is mandatory. Also, no exercise is inherently bad. An exercise can be too demanding for your body or just the current state of your body, meaning you just might not be ready for a particular exercise yet. You have to build up to it. I do believe that the deadlift itself is a crucial piece of any training routine, but that doesn't mean that you have to stick with the traditional or conventional straight bar deadlift. You've got plenty of options to choose from, and that's what we're gonna talk about today. Before we get started, I want you to follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. All you gotta do is type in at how to become a pro wrestler. You'll find us there. Give us a like, give us a follow. All right, so here's how this episode came to be, guys. I had a conversation recently with a professional wrestler. They messaged me, and they asked me how essential deadlifts were to their training. This is a pro wrestler who is very familiar with the gym, okay? So he's, this is someone that works out very regularly, and he was reaching out to ask me exactly how essential is the deadlifting to his routine. So he was concerned because he loves working out and has no problem moving around some weight in the gym. But traditional barbell deadlifts have never felt good to him. He told me they put pressure on his knees and in his back in uncomfortable ways that left him dreading deadlift day in the gym. Everyone around him in his gym seems to think the deadlift is the king of exercises, and thus, he continues to do those deadlifts just out of wanting, you know, basically to fit in more than to complement his actual training. And, you know, he may not even realize that, but I mean, you're just deadlifting because you look around and everybody's deadlifting. So I better deadlift too, right? Because I'm a gym bro. Anyway, so we got to, we got to, I apologize if there's any weird noises because I am recording from the comfort of my own home. And um, if you're asking yourself, why would there be any weird noises in your, the comfort of your own home, John? Well, it's because I have three gigantic dogs and they like to just mess around All day, they have no respect for me when I'm recording a podcast, so they run from room to room and attack each other nonstop, and that's what they do. That's okay. So let's talk about what you need to do. So let me start with this, okay? Back on topic. Deadlifting should not be putting an uncomfortable pressure on your knees or your back, etc. Anywhere, okay? If a deadlift is doing this to your body 
and deadlifting with a barbell is essential to your goals, then we need to assess the process and break down the reasons you're feeling this in your deadlift, okay? Understand me there? So I'm saying, if you're deadlifting and you're getting that uncomfortable feeling and deadlifting is essential to you, maybe it's just essential to you personally, or maybe you're not just a pro wrestler. Maybe you're also a power lifter or a crossfitter where we have to do deadlifts all the time because it's part of the, the culture. Then we need to figure out exactly why the deadlift is causing this unwanted pressure on you and we need to fix that, okay? So most people experiencing those types of issues, knee pain, back pain, etc., with their deadlift need some adjustments with their deadlifting accessories and their technique overall, okay? So you may be experiencing pressure on your knees because your VMO, which is your vastus medialis oblique, yeah, yeah, who cares? Your VMO muscle, which is the little bitty muscle on the inside top of your knee, Okay, some people refer to it as the teardrop muscle, but it's that little muscle that's on the, the upper inside of your leg right above your kneecap. Okay, that's your VMO. That's one of the most crucial pieces of your leg for keeping your knee stability in order, knee health, and knee strength for life. So, perhaps that muscle is slacking in development. For that, I would prescribe some heel elevated squatting and some incredibly deep lunges where we drive the knee way, way out over the toe to develop that muscle so you stop experiencing all that unwanted pressure on your knees when you're doing anything and when you're doing deadlifts, okay? So let's talk about pressure on the back. If you're having unwanted pressure on the back, that typically comes from having weak hamstrings or glutes or both. For that, we need to be adding in some direct hamstring work. That could look like a banded hamstring curl or a hamstring curl machine and maybe even some lighter Deadlifting alternatives like dumbbell RDLs with your toes elevated, okay? Glute bridges, glute drives, hip thrusts, all these things can help strengthen your glutes as well as your hamstrings as well as your VMOs, okay? So keep everything around the area nice and strong. That way you can complete the deadlift without pain, okay? So now I've given you a little bit of insight on what I do to fix your barbell deadlift. But that's not the purpose of this episode, right? I'm here to answer the question of, should a pro wrestler even be deadlifting at all? And before I get to that answer, please subscribe and review this podcast, okay? Recommend us to a friend. There's got to be someone out there in the pro wrestling world that you know that needs to hear this, whether they've been a pro wrestler for years or whether they're just getting started. But please give us a, a, a review and a subscribe to us, please, on this podcast. It's available on all platforms Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know the drill, okay? Give us a like, give us a review and a subscription. It helps us tremendously because I want to keep this podcast free for you and for everyone else that wants to listen, okay? This is free pro wrestling training delivered directly to your earbuds every single Thursday. All right, so should a pro wrestler be deadlifting at all? In the words of Stone Cold Steve Austin, let me answer that question. Oh, hell yeah. We deadlift every time we have a match. Anytime we bend at the waist, anytime we lift anything, um, especially picking up your opponent for the love of God. I mean, the deadlift builds so much essential strength through your pillar. Remember the pillar? I talked about that on a very early episode, but the pillar is more than just your core. It's your shoulders, your back, your hips, your hamstring, your abs, your core, everything working synergistically with each other. Okay, that's your pillar, and the deadlift builds so much strength throughout that that the deadlift can never be ignored. Okay, I would go as far as to say that deadlifting is crucial for all people, not just pro wrestlers. So now we've established that, right? I've told you. 
Pro wrestlers must deadlift. I mean, period. That's it. Pro wrestlers must deadlift. Now, I'm not saying that pro wrestlers have to deadlift with a straight barbell, especially if it's causing unwanted pressure on your body. There are so many variations of the deadlift that can serve you better and translate to what you'll be doing inside the ring. Let's talk about a few of my favorite variations to keep you nice, happy, healthy in your deadlifting. All right? So, let's talk about kettlebells first. I love kettlebells. And, you know, if you have access to a really well-stocked gym, you've probably got access to a heavy set of kettlebells, but maybe not. Okay? I know some, some gyms don't have heavy kettlebells, but the double kettlebell deadlift, having it on either side of your feet, reaching down and picking them up like you were picking up two suitcases, I absolutely love that variation of a deadlift. You're going to get a little more of a dropping of the hips on that. You're going to begin a little more squat position. You're going to use a little more quad, but you're also going to get plenty of hamstrings and plenty of hinging at the waist and plenty of back involved to develop that pillar strength. So deadlifting with two kettlebells, one in each hand, starting on the floor at each foot, picking it up with a nice strong back, and a nice tight core, breathing properly, phenomenal way to perform deadlifts. And yes, you could just deadlift like that for the rest of time, and it would be fine. Uh, you know, depending on the weight, you, you put the appropriate rep scheme, the appropriate tempo work in there, and you're going to get amazing results with your deadlift. You can also perform this with a single heavy kettlebell. You just put it between your feet, and you bend over in the same manner, and you grab the, the single kettlebell handle with both hands, okay? So you can also perform that that way. But here's a variation that I absolutely love, and that's a banded single kettlebell deadlift. Let me talk about that because I may have to get a little visual here. Also, if you follow us on Facebook, I can give you some images and videos to help you know, visualize this. But what I like to do is take a nice, thick, heavy band, like a two-inch, three-inch band, a really heavy-duty resistance band, and I'll attach it to something heavy, and stretch it out and attach it to something else heavy. And I say stretch it out. You want to leave a little bit of slack in there. What you do is you thread that thing through the handle of a kettlebell. So let's say you attach it to the bottom of a squat rack. And then you run it through the handle of a kettlebell. And then you attach it to a heavy dumbbell. Now you straddle that band. Okay, so you step with, with the band between your legs and the kettlebell that has a band threaded through the handle between your legs. And then you just deadlift with a single kettlebell, and you know what? If you don't have access to heavy kettlebells, adding those heavy resistance bands makes them heavier, guys. Those are the adjustments that you can make. Remember, you're not deadlifting to be a competitive power lifter. You're deadlifting to be a competitive professional wrestler because it's essential to your task, to your goal, to your lifestyle. So deadlifting doesn't have to be the heaviest thing you do in the gym that day, but it needs to be a part of your routine, okay? And if you got to do that with a single kettlebell and a resistance band, then so be it. Do it that way. Now, you can also deadlift with two dumbbells, all right? I love deadlifting with dumbbells. It's going to be similar to the kettlebell style, but it's going to add a little bit more range of motion. You're going to be able to get lower to the ground if your body allows that. You're going to be able to get those. If you put the, the heads of the dumbbells on the ground, that's a, a much bigger stretch than you had with the kettlebells. Now, your body needs to be prepared for that range of motion, though, okay? You can start by just tapping the front heads of the dumbbell to the ground and deadlifting that way. And once you gain that range of motion and strength, you can set the dumbbells completely down on the ground before you deadlift them back up. 
Okay, so I love the double dumbbell deadlift. It can also be done with a single dumbbell flipped upright on its end, holding it between your legs just like the kettlebell. You're going to have less range of motion there. And for some people, that's exactly what they need when they're building up the strength to do these more difficult versions of the deadlift. So dumbbells are a great alternative. Now, quite possibly my absolute favorite deadlift, period, is the trap bar. Okay, or the hex bar, the trap bar. It's got all kinds of different names. But you know what I'm talking about, right? So I'm talking about the, the hexagon-shaped barbell. It typically still weighs 45 pounds, though you may have to check because there are some heavy, heavy-duty ones out there that weigh much, much more. And I love those. I absolutely love those. They really get you into the exact same setup as the double kettlebell, except now you're using one implement. And in case you don't know, in case you've never heard, anytime in the gym, anytime, that you use a single implement, even if it weighs exactly the same as a set of a double implement, like two kettlebells, the single implement will be easier, okay? So if you get two kettlebells that equal 135 pounds total, and you deadlift those, and then you walk over to a trap bar that has 135 pounds on it, and you pick it up, the trap bar will be easier because it is one implement. It is not dual implements. And that's okay. Some people love and prefer dual implements because of the, 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 the posture kind of that it forces your body to maintain as you're working with two different things. And that's okay. But I'm, I'm here to tell you that I love trap bar deadlifts. I think they're one of the absolute safest variations that we can do, especially if you can find one that has the elevated handles. If you can't, you can always elevate your trap bar itself by putting the plates on top of other plates or boxes or anything else. But I love the elevated handles, and once you get really strong in that range of motion, you flip the bar over and you work with the lower handles, and you get more range of motion out of it. But I love the trap bars because they're easy to load, and you can load them heavy. So this is a way in which you can still deadlift heavy, heavy, heavy without having to put it on a straight bar, because that's going to be one of the biggest complaints, right? Especially with big, strong wrestlers who maybe have grown up deadlifting. A, a traditional barbell, you can load it up four, fifteen, five, six hundred pounds, no problem. A set of kettlebells, you ain't never getting that high, okay? If you go to a gym that's got, you know, um, uh, two, three hundred pound kettlebells, <laughs> that's pretty intense, right? I don't think that I've ever even seen that. I've seen some hundred pounders, hundred plus pounders, but um, so if you're somebody that does love deadlifting heavy, you're probably going to want to find access to a trap bar, okay? And uh, they're they're Thankfully, they're pretty readily available, and you can still load those just as heavy. You can get your four or five, six hundred pounds on those trap bars and still put your body in a safer position that it would have been in otherwise with the straight barbell. So I absolutely love this variation. It's one of my favorite, absolute favorite drills to put pro wrestlers through is to have them standing inside a trap bar, perform a set of deadlifts, typically two or three heavy reps, and then as soon as that last rep hits the ground, they explode right out of the middle of that trap bar onto a box jump. I love that drill. It creates such explosiveness, such power in a pro wrestler. If you don't have access to a box, you could also just make this a broad jump, okay? You deadlift, as soon as you set the bar down, you explode out of that into a broad jump as far as you can landing with both feet. It's a great, great drill, um, and I absolutely love it. I think it translates so, so well to what we do in a pro wrestling ring, moving and picking people up, and then explosively moving fast. And in the same, you know, breath of a few minutes inside of a pro wrestling ring or a few seconds even. So trap bar deadlifts, one of my absolutely favorite, favorite, favorite movements. Um, 
Last thing I want to talk about here as far as variations go is the Romanian deadlift, which I've talked about on this podcast before. I credit the Romanian deadlift tremendously to getting me out of back pain. I think it is one of the primary, I think, I know for a fact that it is one of the primary movements that got my low back and my hamstrings as strong as they needed to be. They took care of my two herniated discs. They keep me safe to this very day, and they, be, they, they remain a staple of my training. So maybe deadlifts are not that important to you. They are crucial and essential for you to perform, but you don't really care about heavy lifting or anything. So instead, you just do some high rep Romanian deadlifts, and those can get pretty heavy as well. I like to do them with dumbbells, but they work just fine with kettlebells. If you really want to get that big hamstring activation out of them, you elevate your toes as you do these, and you perform your Romanian deadlift. I absolutely love them, so make those a part of your training. All right, guys, there are more variations out there, but those are a few of my absolute favorites, but I just want to remind you right now that no exercise is bad, and no exercise is mandatory. We have an entire episode in the archives where Aaron and I discuss why a pro wrestler doesn't need to squat with a barbell on their spine, okay? So the same rule applies here to the deadlift. If you don't want to do them, you know, or, well, I guess if you want to do them, then go ahead and do them, as long as they're serving your needs and not giving you setbacks, okay? There's no point in you going to the gym, training just because you feel like you have to, getting hurt, and then missing wrestling events. I mean, that's just silly, guys. That is a setback. What's your goal? Is your goal to just be a deadlifter? Is your goal to be a pro wrestler? Right? So think about that. Um, if barbell deadlifting isn't your thing, awesome. You know, there are so many variations out there. Um, I have never, ever, ever worked with a client that didn't find at least one alternative that made them excited for deadlift day. Okay, guys? So please give those movements a try. And join our private Facebook group, guys. All you got to do is type in at how to become a pro wrestler. And you can go in there and you can ask me, hey, tell me, right? Say, hey, coach, show me a trap bar deadlift. Show me a banded kettlebell deadlift. And I'll do that for you, okay? All you got to do is add that, add yourself to that private group. You just got to give us your email, answer a couple questions. We let you write in. You can talk to me. You can talk to Aaron. You can talk to any of your peers that follow along with this podcast or our company in general. And I would love to help you guys find a deadlift that works best for you. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to How to Come a Pro Wrestler, the podcast, where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. And this is usually where Aaron says it, but I'll say it for him. Don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.